Welcome to the Corporate Caffeine Podcast. Today's episode is actually a recording from one of my recent live streams. I do these every Wednesday at 12.30 Central on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I'd love for you to join me there. Just a warning though, these are a little weirder and a lot more personal. So I hope you enjoy and let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey, you guys. Happy Wednesday. This is Dacia. Um, every Wednesday, I do a live stream and we call it corporate caffeine because my goal is to really get you fired up around your success. So sometimes we, and I say we, meaning you and me in conversation, um, because I can see your comments, especially if you're on LinkedIn. Um, sometimes we chat about what you should be doing professionally. Sometimes we chat about what you should be doing personally. And, and oftentimes, kind of like a weird warning, it's not so much what you should be doing, but I really want to provoke you to thoughts and to a point of view um, related to self-awareness, related to opportunity, related to all sorts of stuff. But basically, that speaks to fulfilling your potential. Um, you know, completely in the business world, but also beyond, because I'm a big believer that if you're stepping into your potential, if you're showing up in a big way, it can't help but impact everything. So that's um, what I do every Wednesday. So welcome. If you've never been here, please comment. Um, it is super weird to be in my office by myself. Um, so I love encouragement. I love questions. I love high fives. I, I mean, even if you're like, what the hell are you talking about? I can handle it because at least I'm not alone and we are in it together and iron sharpens iron. So I definitely believe that. Um, today is going to be a little strange for a couple different reasons. I'm a little distracted. I've got a few people in my life that I am thinking about and praying for um, Amanda Tolman, you are one of them. Um, and so just just thinking about that, just wanna make sure that, um, so side note, if I am kind of all over the board, well, there you go, that's why. Um, and then also, because this topic is, um, Man, hard to wrap your arms around. And Alec, thank you so much. Um, it's great to see you. I would love to hear what you're thinking about this topic, especially since this is one of your favorites. So I'm kind of going to go on a big spectrum around what have you left undone, right? Because we're all in different places in our journey and we can look at it as a single journey, right? Like cradle to grave. But also there are multiple journeys inside of that overarching storyline that we call our life. And we're in different places on those, right? So we could be quite immature in regards to our self-awareness or our personal journey. I would challenge that that probably means you're somewhat immature in some of the others because it's really difficult to not have maturity there and then still have success. But it does happen. Um, think of the bosses or the leaders that have loads of money, but they have five divorces. They scream at their team. They have high churn, terrible employee turnover, um, horrible glass door reviews. Hey, but they got a big bank account, right? So um, you've got to be very careful about what you how you define your success. So a couple of the potential different journeys in regarding to what have you left undone. There's the personal there's the relationship, there's the achievement journey, there is the um, 
the, uh, you know, potential, meaning like your legacy, your calling, what's it all about? If you strip away the outcomes, you know, does your heart and your spirit feel that you are doing what you were called to do and fulfilling the reason that you were born. There's a lot of different areas and we can break them down. And I'm sure for any of you guys listening, you're thinking about different things. Mark, it's amazing to see you. You know, so there's a challenge to think around what have you left undone? Um, and I think this is really, really important. So I'm going to unpack for you a couple of strange, they, uh, not strange things, because they're unfortunately, they're really common, but I'm going to unpack for you um, some reasons why this topic came up. And hopefully together, we will extrapolate the bigger picture from that. Um, so interestingly enough, um, you know, we work with loads of different personalities. And I do mean from a specific individual personality, you know, how did they show up in the world? What is their personality? What is their tendency or their work style to be a to-do list person, to finish things, to be a starter, um, but not a finisher? Like we learned loads. And then also organizationally, you will see um, very typical patterns once you get to know a team about how the organization works. And it's actually very similar um, in regards to how you would describe it. Do they start things but don't finish? Are they great at finishing? Are they very collaborative? Is it a team of lone wolves? Is it difficult to make decisions? Are they very decisive? Where does decision making live? Um, so lots and lots of different personalities. And interestingly enough, as you look across all of those I can distill it down to two core personalities, um, organizationally as well as individually. And I want to share those with you so that you can start thinking about which one are you and how is it impacting your life, um, your point of view, your success, even how hungry or content you are, any of that. And before I begin, before I tell you, like, what are these two? There are benefits to both. And for some people, and I have gone through this, I have been one and I am slowly but surely turning into the other. Some people have need to learn how to learn from the other type of personality. Maybe you're embracing one too early. Um, so I want to clarify that this is not right versus wrong, but this is definitely, and Ahmed, it's so good to see you. This is very much where are you and what is it impacting? And specifically, what is it leading you? What path are you walking that is allowing you to leave things undone? And are they the right things or are they things that are really, really holding you back? So, okay, what are the two big personalities? Well, the first one is the ringleader. And I hope I'm not butchering this metaphor. Hopefully, this is the right way to look at it. And there's probably a better metaphor, but I just didn't come up with one. So I'm going to call this the ringleader. I was originally going to call this person the hustler, but that just has some weird connotations. And that's really not what I mean. But this person is in go mode all the time, right? They know how to make things happen. They are very, very smart. They're rushing from one thing to another. And man, they know how to create energy and momentum and how to move things forward by their sheer will and their sheer ability and their confidence and their ideas and all sorts of stuff. 
And I call them the ringleader because when I think about a circus, yes, there's lots of people involved, but basically nothing happens in the circus unless the ringleader says you, you, here's the spotlight. You are going to be this act audience. Look here, do this thing. And he is constantly at the center of everything happening, leading everything, dictating everything and controlling what is or is not happening period. There is nothing else happening unless he allows it to happen. Now, this person definitely knows how to uh, dream and achieve, right? But there is a point where you care so much about your ability or your point of view or your specific level of excellence, perfection, that you anchor to what has worked and it keeps you from moving forward because you won't allow anything to move forward without your stamp on it. So it's interesting about the ringleader is they get a lot done until they hit their capacity and then they can never get more done than that period. That is as much as they can possibly maintain. And who knows, maybe if we're going to extend this metaphor, maybe that's why it's a three ring circus and it never turns into a 10 ring circus or a 20 ring circus or 100 million ring circus, because it's not possible to control and to navigate that as a single individual. So the ringleader is one personality. The other one that I see, and again, this applies organizationally as well as individually. So that's why I want to challenge you to really think about, have you been this person? Are you this person? Do you need to learn something about becoming this person? And then the other one that I see is what I would call is the conductor, right? And so, of course, this is the person in front of the orchestra and they are bringing it all together, all of these talented people, and they are merging that beautiful music into something that could not exist unless everything was aligned and everyone was working in concert together. And so I call them the conductor. Now, Obviously, the thinking around the conductor is that, wow, this person is amazing at leveraging what everyone else is doing and being the one that can make beautiful music and create exponential value. The interesting thing, though, is that the conductor is um, can be a more calm role or at least, you know, when things are working together, right? They're in a single place. They are overseeing. It's definitely a leadership role. They're not in the weeds. They're not doing, they're not playing the music, right? And so they are simply overseeing. Um, but the conductor, what's behind the conductor is that every single one of the people that he or she is overseeing has done tens of thousands of hours of individual practice, individual work. They have been mentored. They are constantly doing work and practicing and collaboration. And in addition, behind the scenes, there is loads of planning and strategy and what comes first and how do we do that? And how do we agree on the vision? And so many details, so much work happening around that collaboration. Now that might make it sound like I, I, you know, I warned you guys earlier, it's not one is better than the other. 
So it might make it sound like, oh, the conductor is the one that everyone should aspire to, right? And maybe so, or at least at some point in your journey. And maybe not, because if you love to play music, why would you ever not want to play music if that's your calling? So side note, again, I'm talking about organizational personalities and specific success personalities. But the funny thing is, is you can't be a conductor until you have come up through the ranks and until all of the work has been done, all of the practice, all of the collaboration, all of the planning, all of this, you can't do that until everybody in your orchestra and everybody on your team and everybody in your total place knows their job, knows how to move forward in it. And you are the one that brings that together. So I see a lot of times some people trying to be a conductor when they don't have anybody in the orchestra that really even knows how to play. And so then they're mad, right? They're raving and they're waving their hands and they're trying to make something beautiful sound, some beautiful music come out. But instead it's just screeching and halting and you can't build an audience. People don't want to pay attention to that. They don't get it, right? And the conductor is confused and it's because they haven't earned the right to do that. And so, I wanted to, you know, and so what can be left undone? Well, all of it. What was left undone for the conductor, if it is not beautiful music that's coming out, is that they didn't do any of the pre-planning and the work and the sweat and the elbow grease that was required in order to earn that title and earn that role, because behind it was somebody that was in hustle mode, or maybe not, but was definitely one of the musicians or somebody that did the work and learned piece by piece, bit by bit, perspective by perspective, what it takes to bring it all together. So I want to bring that up because I frequently see, you know, um, if you are in the wrong place with, you know, the right personality, um, it can leave loads of stuff undone or it can create roadblocks for you and for your organization, um, depending on where you live. So I want to walk through a couple of different tips. Um, it doesn't matter which one you need to be, doesn't matter where you're at, doesn't matter what you aspire to, but I want to walk through a couple of tips um, or symptoms that, can, that uh, maybe hopefully will provoke some self-awareness and help initiate you know, more success, more forward motion. So what are those? So the first one is probably not gonna be surprising, you guys, it's do the work. And that's the thing about both sides. If you have an amazing conductor, they did the work. They earned the right, and they're constantly doing the work behind the scenes to make sure that beautiful music has happened. And then obviously the definition of the ringleader is he does the work. Like. He is out there making it happen. He's beating the bushes. He is creating momentum. He is building an audience. He is doing the things that need to be done. So he is doing the work. So if you find yourself somewhere in this middle place where you haven't, where you are one or the other personality, but you haven't achieved the kind of success and momentum, are you really doing the work or are you playing a role that? you need to be doing alternative work for. So get in there and do the thing. And, you know, specifically about marketing, as an example, there's no silver bullet. And about hiring, 
there's no silver bullet and about leading just there's no silver bullet that all of a sudden poof you know exactly how to do any of this well well how to make money how to be a great parent how to be a great partner how to be a great spouse how to be a great friend there's no silver bullet except to do the work period and i so frequently see people frustrated that they're not achieving or ascending or realizing success you know they're trying to do that manifestation thing and they're wondering why checks for million dollars aren't just showing up in their mailbox it's because they're not doing the work right so i know i'm getting my little scowly face on right now but you know do the work is one piece of that and you need to ask yourself are you doing the work the second is about getting into action so the great thing about the ringleader is they are in constant action. And here's what I mean. One of the things that I see frequently from a conductor personality is that they ask a question and they are given an answer by their team, by their CMO, by their consultants, by their coach, by their wife, by whoever. And it's either not what they are expecting to hear or it doesn't mirror the answer that they have in their head. And you know what they do? in action, they keep asking the same question because that's the action they keep taking. They keep circulating on that. So when you ask a question, you actually have to decide to decide. You have to decide to listen, and then you have to decide to make a decision about that. Because I see so frequently, like we build a marketing plan as an example, right? There is the plan. It was what you wanted. It answered the question, what should we do now? Why should we do it? How do we know it's going to work? It answered the question. And then that person will still come back and go, okay, okay, okay. What, um, where do we go from here? Okay. Okay. Walk me back through this. Okay. What, why are we doing this? And it happens over and over and over again. So the provocation for you in regards to thinking through like, what have you left undone? Are you so committed to the question and your ownership of the answer that you're leaving loads of things undone because you refuse to believe the answer or it's not the easy answer and, it, and the work doesn't look like what you think it was going to look like? So stop asking the same question. Ask great questions and then decide to move forward and ask better questions, not the same question, right? All right. The other thing, and this is just an extension, I started really going into that. Decide to decide, decide to make a decision. And I know that sounds so silly, but people will sit, they'll finally get to the point where they're like, okay, I hear you. I understand what you're recommending. Okay, I get it. Or, you know, they get feedback from their friends or they hear, and then they have to decide to change or decide to spend money or decide to say, I'm sorry, or decide to do the work, no matter what the work looks like. And guess what? They don't want to because it's so scary. Well, not doing the work is a decision, you guys. Like it is a decision because if you don't move forward in your journey and if you don't make a decision about how to move forward, it will be decided for you. You might become irrelevant. You might get stuck. You might leave a lifetime or years worth of undone things because you just were loving the safety of swirling around and thinking what if, but then you didn't decide to decide. So 
that decisiveness is so, so critical. It's okay to spend time figuring out what the right path is, but you have to decide that you are going to move forward and it ought to be time bound, right? So decide to decide. And then the final thing that I am going to provoke around here that always under, you know, is kind of the foundation of all of this is, are you understanding what's being said or are people understanding you? Because one of the other things that I've learned both about the ring map, the ringleader, as well as um, the conductor is that if the same question is coming up or the same indecision is coming up or the same hesitancy is coming up. And you guys, this could be in you or it could be in a member of a team um, or it could be in a family member. It could be anywhere. Um, it's because something is not understood. It's because the words that are being used and the way that we are communicating has not actually created understanding. And so the final piece is what are the assumptions what are the fears? What are the concerns? What are the things that are not being said that are actually the things that are standing in your way, whether it's your personal journey or your professional journey or your relationship journey? Because that is absolutely critical. People always tell on themselves. They always tell themselves. And when I say that, of course, you know, it sounds like little kid language, right? Like, I'm going to tell on you. But the deal is, is that sometimes you're telling on yourself by something wonderful. I mean, just a part of your character that you give to the world and the ways in which you navigate decisions and collaboration in your success journey tells everything about who you really are and how you really function. So you have to allow people to tell on themselves and then believe them when they tell you through their actions who they are. But you too, you have to look in the mirror and think through that. What are you saying? And this is a painful one, but the things that you have left undone will tell you loads about where you are and the real questions you should be asking and the real answers that you should decide to take action on and decide to believe other people and to find a confident answer. Um, you know, one quick example is, you know, we've had a number of clients, unfortunately, over the years, you know, not right now, thankfully, but a number of clients where we have a list and it shows the completed list and then it shows all the work in progress and the completed had two or three things on it and the work in progress had 67 things on it and stuff that was dating six months back, a year back. I mean, it is literally like a graveyard of great ideas that people were trying so hard to go back and find a new answer for the leader who kept asking the same question over and over and over and just would move forward, but always wanted to stay as the ringleader when it was his time to be the conductor. And then the same thing, you know, a conductor where there is a load of things that are undone in this person. And it's because there's not appropriate delegation happening and they're not there yet. You know, I mean, like what they want, what they believe about how they need to move forward it's not appropriately assigned because that's not where they're at in their journey. And so they keep asking the question that's poof, going to make things happen without the work. So 
Hopefully I didn't sound like a total sourpuss today. <laughs> it's really not that. It's just that we, um, coming up to the end of the year, you know, I mean, there's a lot of assessing around how did our clients perform? How did our team as individuals and as a team perform? You know, I know there's a lot of that um, energy out there right now around looking back over the last year or two years, which have been incredibly difficult for many of us, some, some good difficulty, some bad. And, you know, and then also looking forward, how are things going to change? And the irony is so often, if you don't figure out where you're at in your journey and you don't take that personal accountability, the answer is it's never going to change because you haven't decided that it's time and you've decided it's comfortable standing and sitting in ignorance or putting your head in the sand. Wow. Now I really do sound sour, but I just want more for you around that. So um, I'll leave you with one final thing. It kind of cracked me up. Um, have you guys ever seen, you know, the great TikTok videos and the shorts where the girls dancing around and they go, and then all of a sudden, like they didn't have makeup on or their, their hair has changed and their different clothes and voila. I just want you to think about, are you treating your life like that? Are you like, oh, you know, the answer, the answer should just be poof. Oh, I'm different. But then you look around, you're like, what? I'm not different. I'm the same. Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. Everywhere you go, there you are. So what I want for you as you look towards the next year is I want you to look in the mirror first and then do the work, you know, and decide where you're at and decide, you know, what level of um, personality. What do you need to learn and harvest? You know, who do you need to become? Put the people around you that can help you and decide to decide, decide to move forward. But look at what has been left undone. That work, that's the hard work. And here's a little hot tip for you that like a little optimistic side note. Sometimes the work that was left undone, like for instance, take a peek at your to-do list. I have like a couple right here. Take a peek at your to-do list. In regards to the things that have been left undone, maybe they're the stuff that didn't need to be done in the first place. And guess what? That means you are firing on all cylinders and you need to give yourself a pat on the back because the stuff that you left undone was right. And those were the good decisions that moved you forward and that helped you prioritize and keep going, right? Keep making those, those difficult decisions. So, um, you know, as Alex says, you know, in the comments, like personal accountability, I mean, that's really what I'm challenging you towards, um, because it feels good <laughs> once you get used to leading into the discomfort, because that's what makes you strong and that's what makes you powerful. And that's what helps you unleash your potential. So you guys, thank you so much for joining me today on Corporate Caffeine. Um, if you have not yet seen, Corporate Caffeine is now a podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on whatever your favorite uh, podcast is. So please take a peek, search Corporate Caffeine. We would love to hear your comments. We would especially love if you chose to subscribe and um, hit me up in direct message if you've got somebody that you think would be great on live stream or great on the podcast. We love interesting people that are challenging others to be their best selves. And in the meantime, doing the work that they need to do to be their best self. So we love showcasing those amazing hidden heroes that can help us all. So 
Dwight, as always, amazing to see you. Thank you so much for your friendship uh, uh, online here. And everyone, as always, onward and upward.